Whether we're talking about the fear of failure or anything else holding you back, confidence is the key to unleashing your power. Welcome to Confident with me, Sherry West, and my fearless daughter, Olivia. The time is now to rise as a leader. The world needs confident, inclusive leaders who embrace diversity. So join us. Welcome to episode three, Use Your Platform. Okay, Olivia. So we always start out by talking about a current event. And I think what's on everyone's mind right now amidst the global pandemic and the uncertainty is returning to school or work, whether that be in person or remote, staying remote. So what, what's your thoughts on that? Well, we know that school is so important to developing um, the social emotional intelligence of young people. And many young people rely on schools for like meals and mental health support. But uh, we always have to take into account our physical well-being as well. So it's a tough decision. I think that's such a great point. And I know parents are struggling. And I just want to send a message to parents everywhere that whatever decision that you make for your child, whether you send them in person or not, is the right decision. So don't second guess that. And also, I think we all should be looking at this as an opportunity to lean in um, to this uncertainty, to, to develop resilience and the skills to lead through uncertainty. So it really is a unique opportunity, a unique moment in history um, for us all. And of course, wear a mask. Of course, wear a mask, absolutely. Um, So today we have a very special guest. Do you wanna do the honors? Of course, I'd love to. Kiara Thompson is the reigning Miss Michigan in the pure international Miss pageant system. Kiara is is passionate about being a role model to young women. As an entrepreneur, business owner, and plus size pageant competitor, Kiara has broken many barriers and aims to teach younger African-American girls in her community by showing them that they can hold powerful positions that showcase leadership, entrepreneurship, beauty, and advocacy. So welcome to Confident, Kiara. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, it's, it's awesome to have you here. And I wish that everyone could see the video because you look amazing yeah. right now with your Miss Michigan crown on and you're glowing and you've got this huge smile. So thank you so much for, for being here. And I'm so excited that we've connected because I'm from Michigan. So let's start there. Let's talk about Michigan and what it was like for you growing up in Romulus, Michigan. Well, I'm I'm not sure where you were from, but I hope you were close. Um, um Romulus area. Oh, okay. Okay. I my sister is born in Michigan State, so I've been up there more recently. Go, go green, go green. I'm Michigan State both undergrad and graduate school. So Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I um I live in Romulus, which most people don't know this is a city here, but if you've ever flown into DTW, you've landed in Romulus. We have a huge airport right dead in the middle of our city, but all of all around it is very small town. Uh, there's a chicken coop down the street from me and a sod farm uh, like right across the way. So even though um, I'm probably about like 20 minutes from Detroit, um, I've had like a small town life rather than be a big city, even though I'm really close. That's great, but you can always go to Detroit when you want that big city life. That's true. My grandmother also lives in Detroit, so I'm there pretty often. So what led you to compete in pageants? Um, Actually, one of uh, my mother's friends, 
her daughter started competing and I really looked up to her and she competed for um, National American Miss. And I saw her sash and I saw her crown and I was like, ooh, <laughs> what's that? And she told me about it and I got to researching and researching. And from then I just fell in love with pageants. And it was when I competed in my first one that I realized that not only was I the only plus size contestant, but I was the only African-American contestant. And I was like, why aren't other girls competing? And so that's really driven me to compete more. Wow, that's that's amazing. Um, And so, you know, let's just get this out in the open because many people do criticize pageants for being exploitive to women, but yet I've heard you describe them as being so self-esteem boosting. So can you tell us for you why it has been such a positive experience, an affirming experience? Yes. So I actually haven't competed in any pageant that requires you to be in a swimsuit on stage. There are so many competitions that don't require that, that are all about building interview skills, about um, service, and about getting scholarships. And I haven't done anything that I feel like ashamed or insecure about. And I think learning those skills and meeting all those new girls and really expanding the network of people I know, it's been such a blessing. And whenever I say, oh, yeah, I miss whatever. I love the look on people's face. They're like, what are you doing that? And I'm like, yeah, it's actually not what you think. And I love explaining that to people and to see the looks on their faces. That's fantastic. That's awesome. And I know that the Pure International Miss um, is really focused on body positivity and its motto is inspire, lead, and achieve. So can you talk to us a little bit about that and how you got involved with it? Yeah, so it also pairs well with their impact statement, which is be the impact. And they're all about going into the community, inspiring people with um, the way you act and your attitude and your service, and then leading those people to want to do those same things. And when you do that, everybody together can achieve great things. I am in love with Pure. That's what we call it for short, just because it's actually a Christian-based pageant. And it's really all about getting the community together and doing God's work. And what I love about that is we at Live Girl, we tell, we coach our young women all the time to surround themselves with people who lift them up, people who make them feel good about themselves. In this case, it's an organization that makes you feel good about yourself. And so Mm -hmm. I say more of that, please. I mean, for for, for everyone, I think it's amazing. Also, I know that um, the theme for today is to use your platform. And that's one of the many things I admire about you is how you're using your Miss Michigan platform for advocacy on the issues that you care about most. So can you just talk about that? Like, I know you've had an opportunity to travel, to come on to programs and shows like Confident and how you're using your platform to make positive change and what issues do you care about most? So the issues I care about most are mental health awareness. I think that is so important. In fact, just recently I've had a really tough battle with that. And overall, like why I compete and I will continue to compete is because of that look that people get on their face. Like I was saying, I am not the typical pageant contestant. 
And I want girls to see that there is a place for them in this world that offers so many things like the scholarship, like interview skills, like networking. Networking is so important. And when you're involved in a community and then you go out and you do work and you're at two kitchens and you're really putting yourself in places of service, there's it just gives you something that is really hard to describe, but it, it fulfills you in the best way ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of mental health, um, I also am very passionate about that. You know, as a high schooler, like I see that surrounding me um, so often and there is such a stigma still surrounding it. Um, and I know that you use your title, as you said, to share your personal battle and act as a resource for others. So why could you talk about why this is so important to break the stigma associated with mental health? It's really important because a lot of people, a lot of people aren't ready to speak out yet. And I think it's very important with my title that I share my story in my testimony. And in fact, actually that's something that I have to film within the next few days because I have reached like full circle, like what it actually is. And um, I was crowned in October. So in like November-ish, I fell into a really, really deep depression. I was existing. I was just waking up, going to work, coming home, going to sleep. And that was what I was doing every day. And my cousin, early um, this January, he committed suicide. And that shook our family because we're all really close. And it wasn't until then that I started like feeling something. And it turned out that I was jealous of what he did because it was something I wanted to do. And when I admitted that, when I admitted it to myself and when I prayed about it, I was able to work myself out of it. And that's why this past May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month, I did a journal challenge because that was something that really helped me. And I wanna continue to participate in things like walks and even next year go even bigger and do something really great for mental health awareness. Journaling, I agree, is such a powerful tool. And that's something that we include in all of our activity books at Live Girl. Um, So it's really so powerful for processing emotions. And I love that you're sharing your story because so many people um, struggle with different mental health challenges. And especially right now during this global pandemic, um, you know, there's so many young people that uh, are, 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 are just, you know, really need to know it's okay that they're not alone yeah. and that there's help and resources available. So thank you for being so brave and, and sharing your story. Yeah. Um, I'd love also to talk about body positivity because I really see you as a role model here. And it's such an important, another important topic for teen girls. And I know that you compete as a plus size competitor, but what I'd really like to know is, what would your advice be to your own teen self? So if you wrote a letter or if you talked to, you know, 13-year-old Kiara, what would you tell her about loving her body? Very simply, I would actually say that. Love your body. It's the only one you get. If you want to change it, that's okay. But change it in love and know that no matter what you do, it's about what's on the inside that matters. It's about the good that you put out into the world and hating your body isn't going to do anything for you it's only going to make you 
sad. And what good can you do for yourself or other people when you don't like the shell on the outside? Sometimes what's on the inside is the best, like crab legs. <laughs> I don't eat the shell, but what's on the inside is so good. That's great advice. Yeah. And I just think you're such a powerful role model because you're up there in the pageant. You're, you know, walking the talk, so to speak. Um, and, you know, what girls are surrounded with on TV and in magazines and popular culture is just unrealistic body expectations. And, you know, the photoshopping and, you know, these ads that portray, you know, the b- models with, you know, very uncommon body shapes and then girls internalize that thinking that's what they need to look like too. So thank you for, for doing the work and, and being such a positive role model in this area. It's so important. Thank you. So now I'd like to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, across the U.S., there has been a reckoning um, and an awakening to racial inequality, obviously way overdue. Um, and you are such an important role model for younger African-American and all women. Um, so how have you been involved in the movement and what is your message to young girls concerning this? Uh, I have done a couple marches. I also am making sure that I post information. That is the biggest thing that anyone can do to help. If you have a thought and you're not sure on it, the biggest thing you do is to research and to look at information. And when you find it, to put it out there. I compete with a lot of people who don't share the same skin color as me. And some of my sister queens like genuinely ask me questions. They ask me what they could do to help. And that was the number one thing that I've told them. But also, if everyone can just be mindful of having patience for someone trying to learn something that they're not used to. Um, because I actually came across one of my sister queens who was posting some things that I was like, oh my goodness, I feel, I feel really hurt by this. And I made sure that when I said something, that I said it in love and from a place of education and not a place from anger and hurt. Um, And I think that's the most important thing. And if you want to be involved, get involved, participate in marches, share information, share pictures. The point is just to let people know what's going on. And as long as we continue to do that, information is powerful and it will change the world around us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, and, and many of us you know, are going through a learning and unlearning process right now. And it's so important that we, um, that we listen to and then amplify the voices of color and experience such as yourself. So thank you for, for talking to us and, and sharing your story and, and using your platform um, for positive change. Thank you. So just in, in closing, we always end our podcast with three questions. We call them the three wise women questions. And they're really just fun questions for us and our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. Um, so I'll start with the first one. And it's what has kept you sane during quarantine? Ooh, so I actually just opened a brow studio. So all throughout quarantine, I was preparing for that. <laughs> I was getting the supplies, figuring out a marketing plan, figuring out what I liked, what I didn't like, what services I wanted to offer. And that kept me like sane. It kept me busy. And I didn't have to really 
spend all the time worrying about everything going on in the world. I love that because we've been talking to our live girls about using this time as, as an opportunity to reinvent yourself if you want to, or to learn a new skill or to launch a new, in your case, launch a new business. So that's, that's very cool. And finish the statement in 10 years, I'll be a philanthropist and like a huge, huge, huge business owner. I want to own a probably right now I'm at 10 businesses that I have ideas for that I want to see through. It's awesome. So you're like a, a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> and one of you not big. I, I feel it for you. <laughs> I, I I don't know what it is, but well, my grandfather, he he was a businessman. And I just have so many good ideas and things that I want to do. Like um, right now I'm in the works of, and this is, this is exclusive because the world doesn't really know about this yet, but I'm in the works of making a community for African-American girls who compete in pageants and who want to. That way, when they are ready, they have a place to come to ask questions, to get answers, because I didn't have that. My parents, they didn't know anything about pageants and they weren't going to put their money up for that. So it would have been helpful to have that community. And eventually I want to um, make merchandise and have those proceeds go to those girls so that they can afford to compete. I love that idea. So it's exclusive now to the liberal community. (laughs) Yes, it's exclusive. (laughs) I love that. Um, And last question, who do you consider to be the greatest leader of all time? It can either be living or historical. Mm. I'm a huge fan of Viola Davis. In fact, I just read her, um, she had an excerpt in Vanity Fair, I believe. And it was just so powerful. She talks about how she, um, all the all the things she had to overcome in Hollywood, in the acting business, because when she was growing up, there weren't very many people who could get far and who could get through the door. So she talked about her experience with that and why she continues to act and how she wants to continue to open doors. And she also talked about um, things that she does outside of acting, as well as being a powerful voice in the Black Lives Matter community. Amazing. I love, I love Viola Davis as well. Oh, well, amazing conversation. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining today's conversation. Your perspective and insight is so important and you're truly an amazing role model and inspiration. And to our audience, can we ask a favor? If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and share with a friend. And in closing, I'm Sherry. And I'm Olivia. And we hope that you feel more confident after today's episode. And this week's challenge is to use your platform, whatever it is. I'm going to end with a quote by Germany Kent. She says, if you are in a position where you can reach people, then use your platform to stand up for a cause. And just a hint, social media is a platform.